like we have not recorded in forever. <laughs> I know it's been a really long time. It's been so busy. Like, I mean, it's like holidays, trips, lots of things happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You've um, been working a lot this week, right? Yes. For anyone who works in like an area that Black Friday is really big, I feel for you. It has been a crazy couple of weeks, like working like crazy, but it's like, I can't complain. Like it's not too bad. It could be worse. So I am getting through it. How was Park City? It was so much fun. Yeah, it was um, from New York. It's a very, very long flight. It's about five hours from New York City to Park City. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't realize. That's so far. Yeah, it's very far west. And I never put that together. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's, yeah, it was a very long flight. Um, But in general, the weekend was good. Park City is beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't like wowed by Salt Lake City. I didn't really travel within Salt Lake City at all, but just like from the side view of my Uber looking around at the city and everything, it, mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't, there was nothing that was like, oh, I really want to be there. But Park City was gorgeous, like nestled in the mountains far enough away from Salt Lake City. It was just beautiful. That sounds like the perfect cozy winter trip what do you guys yeah. did you guys like go skiing or anything no no winter sports or activities it was off season so they actually didn't open up like all the winter activities until the day after we left oh wow okay. yeah so I mean I don't mind at all I actually prefer it because I don't ski yeah. or sleigh or whatever <laughs> um <laughs> or sled <laughs> sleigh um I say. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> but it was beautiful. The town is gorgeous. Like would definitely go back again. Very wealthy, like super, super wealthy, which I guess makes That's sense because yeah. it's like I would think a ski town and only rich people ski because it's expensive to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Park City, Aspen, like I don't know. Yeah, Vail. all of these. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Vale. I know I've never, obviously, I've never been to any of these places, but they look gorge. Gotta go. Yeah. Beautiful. I watched the um, Lindsay Lohan Netflix movie. Oh my God. I've been I meaning to was, watch that. Is it good? It was filmed in Park City, but it's based out of Vale, I guess, but it was technically filmed in Park City and it was really cute cute oh gosh yeah no I've been like seeing that on Netflix on like my recommended things to watch so I need to give it a give it a try I've heard it's like you know a typical corny like Christmas movie yeah it's like Hallmark like I don't watch Hallmark movies because I don't have cable or anything but (laughs) um (laughs) Netflix all of Netflix's like Mm -hmm. Christmas movies are the equivalent of like Hallmark movies at this point but they're good like I I enjoy them (laughs) Okay, fun. Well, this episode is one we haven't talked about in a while. It's a like a relationship chat. So excited for you guys to listen. I was just like thinking, do I have a rec for this episode? I don't think I do. Do you? I don't know. Go talk just to your like, partner. That's my yeah, recommendation. <laughs> just go have a conversation. Listen to our episode. If you want one of like our first maybe our third or fourth episode ever was like a um, communication in relationships episode. And that's a good one. Okay, guys. Well, I hope you enjoy our relationship episode.
Okay. Hello. We're back. Hello. Hello. How's it going? So good. I mean, I have a hot toddy next to me. It's my second. So apologies if I say anything obnoxious, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I wasn't my second hot toddy. I'm actually, give me one second. I'm going to go pour another glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm back. A new grocery store opened up by us and I am obsessed. They have the best wine selection. Ew, that's nice. You don't have to go to two stores. I know. Yeah, that's the very exciting part of it. But yeah, they have all the good wines. So I just went earlier and got some wine, stuff to make dinner. They also, oh, listen to this. They have a cafe and it's actually really good. And if you spend $150 a month at the grocery store, you get free coffee every day. Ooh, like that's so easy to do. <laughs> yeah, that's thinking about that's it. I mean, crazy. we spend probably easily a hundred dollars a week on groceries. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right, is the coffee good or is it? Should yeah, coffee? no, it's like it's good coffee. I went and got a cold brew the other day, and it was like good. So wow. and it's like yeah, it's like a whole cat. Like it's actually a cute cafe. So just gonna get free coffee every day. Like that is just just making my life so excited I love that for you congratulations what a Christmas Thank you gift. <laughs> I know what what a good gift just in time just in time actually for me to like leave my house every day while I'm in seasonal depression mode like mm. a reason mm-hmm. to leave <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes you need a reason you're right no honestly like I I look forward to going to get a coffee in the morning that's a good a good reason to leave so very excited but this is not the topic of this episode, guys. Sorry, we're just like <laughs> all over the place. But today's topic is relationships and kind of how our relationships have changed throughout the year and also keeping things like exciting and how we kind of make it work in long-term relationships. I feel like we haven't really like had an episode about this or at least in a while. Um, so I'm excited. Me too. I feel like our we I feel like we are the minority of people who have been with our significant other for over five years with how young we are. Yeah. I know. It's very interesting. I'm yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of podcasts in your twenties, like talk about dating and stuff all the time. And we really, obviously, if you guys are new here, we don't really talk about that a lot because we've been in long-term relationships. So I think first it's probably good to just kind of give an overview of our relationships. If we have new Mm -hmm. listeners, like, how long we've been together, when we moved in together, et cetera. Would you like yeah, to Yeah. So I would love to go first. Thank you. I love when you let me go first. It's so sweet. <laughs> um, mostly because your response is always better. But um No, no, no. Caleb, Never. <laughs> um so Caleb and I met in high school. I thought he was a foreign exchange student in my <laughs> senior year of high school. Um, I walked into my AP world history class and I saw this super handsome guy sitting in my class. And I was like, this is clearly a foreign exchange student. I'm going to flirt with this guy and hopefully hook up with him. And so I sat in front of him with the hopes that like, all right, we'll sit in these seats every day for a year. And eventually you're going to fall in love with me. Um, and that's exactly and what yeah, so we, I flirted with him for about a year. We kind of became friends I thought he was a German exchange student. I found out that same day that he actually had been going to school with me for my entire life. Um, And I just (laughs) didn't realize (laughs) 
for context, he is a year younger than me. So he's not in my like grade when I was going to school. Anyways, we kind of became friends over the next year. And eventually like that summer we got together, we started dating casually. I told him that this isn't serious and I want to go to college single. I was going to MSU in the fall. And so I kind of broke things off in order to go to college single. And then my first week at MSU, I (laughs) texted him and said, hey, do you want to come stay with me at MSU? And he was like, yeah, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Um, And ever since then, we've been together. So we just celebrated our seventh anniversary together dating. Um, We moved to New York a few years ago. We moved in together during the pandemic. So we've lived together for a few years now. Yeah. And that's, that's where we are. No pets, no kids, no engagement <laughs> ring, but we're living together. Um, Still a lot in seven yeah. years. Like that's yeah. incredible. Wow. Yeah. I die at that, that story you told me about <laughs> you thinking he was a foreign exchange student. My God, Jordan. He literally, okay. Like for context, <laughs> some people hear the story and they're like, why would you think that? I would think that, and people from my high school know, listening right now, you know, we had German exchange students at our high school. Makes sense. So so me thinking this wasn't totally out of this universe. Like that was totally plausible. And by the way, he had gone through a huge puberty transformation between yeah. that summer. So like he was unrecognizable. How was I to that's, know? That's true. Did he, was he like short before? I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's true. You you didn't know him. So how would you know? Um, that's hilarious. I have also been with Joe for a really long time. So we similarly knew each other. I mean, we've known each other forever. Like we went to the same middle school. We were not really, I wouldn't say we were really friends in middle school, but like we knew each other. And then high school, we were friends. Like we were in the same freshman English class and like me and another girl and him would just hang out and like make jokes and stuff and like, whatever. It was fun. Um, at that point he was like eight inches shorter than me. (laughs) So just wasn't going to happen. Um, but he also had a growth spurt and we were kind of in like a, a similar friend group, um, probably around junior year. And then like our friend group really solidified senior year, like um, a big group of guys and girls and he was in it and I was in it. And I just remember like being at a football game with my friend and Joe was like with us. And I just remember looking over to her, like, when did Joe like get so tall? Like when, when did this happen? Um, so at that point, like we kind of started talking a little and then I was also in the same boat as you. Like I was not trying to go to college in a relationship, especially knowing like we were going to separate colleges. I was like, there's just no way. Like you hear so much about long distance and like going to college, like it just doesn't work. So that was kind of in my mind. I was like, there's no way like this could possibly work. But then of course we started dating. Like I just gave in Um, and we started dating like, February of our senior year. So like second half. And then we both went to school and he went to Michigan. I went to Michigan state. Like it's not, I say long distance because it felt like it in the beginning. Like, I don't know, as a freshman in college, you're not going to see each other every weekend. Like you have shit to do. You also don't have a car. Like it was a lot harder. 
Um, so that is when it was really hard because we just really didn't see each other that much, but it ended up working. And I don't know, by sophomore year, I feel like we had more of like a routine. Um, we also had cars, so it was a little easier to see each other. It's only an hour and like 20 minute drive. So it's not terrible. Um, I do feel though, I feel for people who do real long distance, like long distance as in it's a plane right away. Cause that would have been really, really hard. I still think there's ways to make it work. It's just, you know, it's a little, little harder. Um, but yeah, so college was good. And then we also moved to New York right after we graduated. So we moved in together immediately because what else do you do when you're moving to New York? Like shit is expensive. (laughs) So we were like, we must an apartment together. So we moved in. Also, we were just really excited. Like you go four years in college, not living together. We were just really excited to like finally move in together. So that was in 2018. Yeah. 2018, we moved in together. So we had two fun years in New York and then the pandemic hit and two, like they were still fun years, but just different years spent way more time together than, you know, you could have ever imagined like, like many couples that lived together in 2020. So that was good. I mean, I feel like 2020 can really make or break you. That's what I've heard. Like, (laughs) it's like you either thrive or you break up. It's yeah, that's so true. It's a huge test of your relationship. Huge test like that. You are spending so much time with one person. That's it's just a lot of time. Um, yeah, but it worked. And I know I, I keep coming back to this, but like, I heard recently it was on a podcast and someone wrote in and was like, how did you know that your wife was the one? And he responded and was like, I knew she was the one because we could spend so much time together and I never got annoyed or super pissy or Mm -hmm. like you just enjoyed it. And I was like, that is the perfect way to describe it. Because sometimes I think people are like, holy shit, you and Joe have been together forever. You and Caleb have been together forever. And it's like, it's because they're the only person that I've ever been with. That's like, it's so easy mm-hmm. and good to spend time with them. Like even your friends yeah. piss you off. You yeah. Know? I was just going to say, there's definitely people in my life that there's no way I could spend the amount of time Oh yeah, <laughs> that I do with Joe. So that's so true. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like there's definitely times where you get annoyed with each other, but like, it's never a, I don't know, a deal breaker or like too much. It's just, I don't know. Everyone fights. Like everyone gets in little arguments. Um, but yeah, so we moved in together, moved to Brooklyn in 2020, which was lovely. I love Brooklyn. Um, and then I feel like most of our life changes have happened (laughs) in the last year. Um, this year we got engaged in February and then we moved to Chicago in May got a puppy in June and then just got married in October. So 2022 has been like a very pivotal year. Yeah. Like absolutely insane. Like so much packed into one. Um, but that's kind of, that's, that's the overview. That is the overview of me and Joe. And we've been together for almost nine years, nine years in February, but technically, I mean, that light is terrible. Technically, does that start over? Like we just got married. So do I have to start over? I think usually when people say, they'll be like, how long have you guys been together? And now you'll say, we've been together for nine years. We've been married for one, like something oh, like that. Okay. Our anniversaries, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have to, I didn't waste nine years to just start over. Okay. 
No, you didn't waste <laughs> it. And I will say like hearing you kind of say your story about you and Joe, something you said really resonated and it was, um, you enjoyed college, but you were so excited to move in with him. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people in long-term relationships that got together in college feel that not everyone else understands. And I think it's like having that experience of living with like other girls and having roommates and living in an apartment with my girlfriends in college, I would never change. Like anyone who's listening to this, if you're in college and you're thinking about moving in with your significant other, don't wait. Do not, do not do it. No, it's not time yet. You have your whole life to spend with them. And if they're the one, they'll still be the one in two years or in a year. So like best advice I would say is have that experience living with your best friends in college. And like, even if they're not your best friends, experience living with other people and like developing yourself and know that when it is right to move in with your significant other, you'll know, and it will be the best because you have waited that time. You know what I mean? Like I think back and like, there was a moment when Caleb and I thought about moving in together when I was getting my master's degree. And there was a point when he's like, you know, do you want to? And at the end of the day, we were like, I had the experience of going to college and living with like my best girlfriends. We had the best time. We went out, like we Mm -hmm. stayed up together and watched shows together. I would never take that back for anyone, including him. So I told him like, no, live with these guys, like get a house, do the whole thing because you can't do that ever again really you don't no, want you to literally can't. <laughs> yeah no you don't want to you can't yeah you can't have that time back I feel like it's such a unique time in life and I agree I would not take it back at all I mean we couldn't live together because we went to separate colleges but right. um I feel like people do like one of my roommates I had early in college ended up moving in with her boyfriend never heard from her again like seriously like she they just spent so much time together and really closed themselves off from friends. And I don't know. I feel like that's the worst thing you could do in college. I just, yeah, I feel like waiting until after college is like the best because then you're also so excited. Like we were so excited to move in together. Same. And I think it makes it a more successful transition because you've gone through that time of living with other roommates and missing them and wanting to know what it's like to live with them. So it almost is like this gratifying, like, super special thing when you do get to move in with them because it's not just convenience or you know I think Mm -hmm. I might want to move in with you do you want to move like no fuck that you need to know that it's what you want and I and you need to know for like a good amount of time I would say six months to a year at least of knowing you want to live with them Mm -hmm. before you actually do that yeah I will say too the the nice thing was we Joe and I interned in New York and lived with one of my best friends and her boyfriend at the time. So we kind of got like a test, like we lived together Mm -hmm. for a summer and it was so much fun. And like, obviously we made it work and like, just, you definitely learn more about people when you live with them, but Oh my God. Yeah. You shouldn't (laughs) be like, like blindsided or shocked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) um, so that was good. I mean, that was definitely like a test run. We lived in New York the summer before we moved. So that was like really solidified us one moving there and then two moving in together, which was good. Yeah. All right. So you're going to have a way better answer to this than I am because your year has been crazy, but you go first. I want to hear. So thinking back to earlier this year, how um, have our relationships changed from then until now? I mean, yeah, like I said, 
Yours is like three. Like, I don't even know how to describe. This year (laughs) is, yeah, the most insane. Like so much happened and it's crazy to think like at the beginning of 2022, we weren't even engaged and now here we are. (laughs) I'm a wife. Like that's very weird to stay still. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been a lot of change and the biggest changes obviously have been getting engaged really just have been on a high since then. And also getting a puppy. Like I, I mean, we've already had an episode about this, but I just think for our relationship in general, it was so good. Like it was so good for us to just, I don't know, have to take care of this puppy together. And like, you really learn how to take care of a dog and split responsibilities and things like that. That was just like an aspect of our relationship. We'd never done before. Like we've never had to take care of anyone before. So it's, I don't know, it's definitely a different level to a relationship, which I've loved. Um, and then obviously getting married, huge step. (laughs) It's been like very, very good. And yeah, we can definitely talk about like the differences as we get more into the episode of like being married versus being in a long-term relationship, because for me, I feel like there's not a ton of changes, but I mean, there's definitely some changes, but yeah, I think this year has been honestly crazy. And if you were to ask me this question last year, like, I don't know what I would say, (laughs) like not. Yeah. Like in 2021, not a ton. But I feel like that's kind of how relationships go sometimes. Like sometimes things are just kind of stagnant and just you're in your routines. You're like just, you know, doing things and then shit happens. Shit changes like real quick. And that's what happened this year. It did. It was a wild ride. I wasn't even on the ride. I was just watching from afar. And you were on the ride. You were on the ride. (laughs) (laughs) So much change, but I'm so happy for you guys. You guys are thriving. Um. Thank you for me and Caleb. I feel like we went through a really rough time um, around this time last year, just like with stuff with our apartment, not good situations. We ended up having to pay a lot of money to get out of a lease. That was a really shitty situation. Um, So really stressful time and coming out of that was amazing. Like sometimes you don't know how shitty something is until you get out of it and you look back. Um, But yeah, it was a really hard time for me last year. So I feel like we've kind of grown a lot in the last year and we've both gotten really into like health recently, which has been cool because it's hard. Anyone out there listening in a relationship knows it's hard to do something when your significant other isn't. So it'd be harder for me to yeah, like it's hard to get in the gym if your significant other is sitting on the couch all day. Like it's mm-hmm. much easier when they're into it. Um, so or like overall, eating eating healthy, like oh that's, my god, yeah. If yeah, if you're not on the same page about that, it's so hard. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. So that's been good. That's but great. yeah, like you said, not a lot of nothing major really. It's been more just like getting out of that hole that we were in. Like we were just both. Mm-hmm not mentally or physically doing well. Our bank account wasn't doing well. So this whole year Mm -hmm. has been about coming back and feeling good. So it's about growth. Sounds great. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I love that. That's good. And like, that's so true though. Like being on the same page, especially when you're moving in together is key because I mean, I don't know, like maybe your significant other doesn't want to be on a health journey, but like 
they should <laughs> like it's it's good <laughs> like to be on the same page and like I don't know maybe like if you're into it and they're not how do you like, yeah like how do you go about like trying to convince someone because that's like tough but I feel like it could benefit them in the end you know yeah it's hard it's definitely hard if you're not on the same page because I feel like Joe and I weren't for a while like he he eats a lot that's the thing like I don't eat as much as he oh does my so God, he Joe would- eats so much <laughs> he eats so much so he would just like get a lot of takeout or like I don't know we were just on different like different levels there um I was also super healthy like the first two years we moved to New York for some reason like I was like crazy so I don't know I feel like if you're kind of in it and have blinders on and can just like be really consistent, then it's not that bad. But sometimes it's definitely tough if you're like significant others sitting on the couch eating wings and you're like, damn, that's, that looks good. (laughs) (laughs) That looks good. But yeah, getting on the same page, definitely key. Yeah. And if you're not on the same page, like living with someone who you're comfortable with having those conversations, like being with someone who, you know, you could say, Hey, Um, I know it's kind of out of the blue, but I really want to make a change in my life. And like, I want to eat differently. This is what I'm thinking. Like, it would be hope. It would be great if you do this with me and being comfortable saying something like that. Yeah. Like, it'd be great if you like, didn't, didn't bring wings home every night (laughs) or something. (laughs) That'd be lovely. And like, just (laughs) keep it out of the apartment. (laughs) Yeah. You did outside on balcony. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Okay. Another thing we kind of wanted to go through in this episode too, was just, obviously we said we've been in long-term relationships, like long. So how do we kind of, I guess, keep things fun and exciting. And also like, how do you make it work? I think those are like two different questions, but like it definitely can get repetitive and like, I don't know if you're not planning things and stuff, you gotta, you gotta keep it fun and exciting. And I feel like you and Caleb do such a good job at this. Like you always plan like date nights and like fun things to do. So I'm curious to hear like your tips for keeping things like fun in a long-term relationship. Yeah, it's, it can be tough. And like you said, there are ebbs and flows. Like there are times when we're so in a routine that it almost feels like time is just passing so quickly And I'm not making memories because I'm just doing the same like weekly routine all the time, you know, and that's not fun. Like that's not where you want to be. Routine is great for a certain extent, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to, but not for a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. And so I think for us, like, it's great that we both really love food because that gives us a huge opportunity of things to go do together. You know, Mm -hmm. like we will go. Like make make a reservation somewhere. That's something that like that took me way too long to get my head around, especially if you live in a city, like just make the reservation. Even if it's a month in advance, just make Mm -hmm. it like then you'll have it if you want it. Because sometimes in places like New York, you need like you just need a reservation if you want to go somewhere on a Friday or Saturday night. Don't go anywhere with that one. Right. Like it's so that's a big part of it is I literally got a resi account and was like i'm going to start proactively planning nice dinners for us like Mm -hmm. let's go out to a nice dinner once every month or once every two months like a really nice dinner so that's a good one also like planning things to do i know i keep harping the last couple episodes about 
experiences, but I do think that's super important. And I think it helps you build memories and like get to know each other better over time. Because when you get stuck in that routine, sometimes it can feel like I know this person, I know them perfectly. I know them better than anyone. Like there's nothing left to learn. And that's never the case with anyone in your life, even yourself. So like doing experiences tends to like help you make memories and do new things with your partner that you haven't done before. So like going to a hockey game or a football game or going to an art gallery opening, or I was at the flourish plant, um, celebration the other night and Caleb got out of work early and I said, Hey, I'm here. Um, and, and flatter. And if you want to come meet me and he met me and we got drinks and hung out at that celebration. So it's just like keeping things like keeping your partner on their toes once in a while and keeping things interesting, I think is so important to a long lasting relationship. And it's not to say that like, without that, it won't be successful, but I do think we've grown like so much together from doing things together and having fun. Like your partner shouldn't just be, you know, someone that you spend time with at home, like go do things with them, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I like definitely find that intersection too. Like it's totally okay to have different interests, different things you guys are into doing things separately, but wherever that intersects, like your interests, like you said, you guys love food. You guys love good restaurants. Like that's a great option for you guys to go experiment with new, trying new restaurants or going to like a restaurant opening or trying a new wine bar, mm-hmm. things like that. And like Joe and I, I feel like we intersect really well on like the wellnessy stuff. Like he, mm-hmm. we really love going on bike rides. That's like one of our favorite things to do on a Sunday. Like we'll go for a really long bike ride or we'll go to a fitness class together or we'll like, I don't know go get a, go, go, go to a juice bar and get a juice. Like those things we really love. And I mean, it's kind of finding that intersection of like your interests and what you really want to spend your time doing, because I think that's just so much more fun when you guys are doing things that you're both super into. Cause I'm not going to like drag Joe to like, I don't know, something he's not interested in like a pottery class, you know, like I loved that. I don't think he would. So it's like, finding things to do together that you both really like. Yeah, I agree completely. And also getting out of your own comfort zone once in a while is a good thing. Like, am I a Rangers fan? No, I don't know what's happening. I don't know hockey. I don't give a shit, but Mm -hmm. I'm there because it's a fun night out with him and he's having a good time and I'll have a drink and some popcorn and enjoy myself. Like, same thing with there is a new art exhibit at the new museum. And I asked if he mm-hmm. wants to go, is he going to love every second of being in this art museum? No, but like he does it because yeah. he knows it's what I want to do and we'll go to a nice dinner and have a good time. So I think it's like finding those things that you both enjoy and also doing things that maybe you wouldn't do without them too. That's like trying true. Them. That's true. Like introducing them to your interests and like you said, keeping them on your toes. That's a good, definitely good idea. Love that. I know. I want to hear our responses to this in like 10 years. I know. We'll see if it changes. I mean, I'm sure it will. But yeah, I think my big one was plan too. Like, I feel like I went Mm -hmm. through a period where I didn't plan enough. Also, it was like when we first moved to New York and we were poor, like I didn't plan, but there's so many free things you can do and stuff. So I feel like I kind of like didn't plan enough. And then I kind of, I don't know, we were at a point where we're like, 
we need to like do some stuff. Like we need to do some things. Like we live in New York. Like what are we, what are we doing? Um, so yeah, I think planning is key. If you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. Like I, I feel like I say that in so many episodes, like about so many different things, but if it's not calendar, if the resi isn't booked, if whatever is not there, it's not going to happen. So that's like my big one. And then I don't know, another way of keeping things fun and exciting. Like it's just, I don't know. I love like talking about our future together, like just kind of, and the thing is it always changes on like what we want and like what we envision our future being like, but that's always a good fun thing to talk about just so you're one on the same page and two, just like, I don't know. It's kind of fun. Like it's exciting oh my God, to see like also best, like their thoughts. Like what, what do you see our future being? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love like it. go, you're watching TV. The night is stale. You're not sure what to do. <laughs> like stand up, go make yourself a nice cocktail or get a glass of wine or a philia beverage of sorts. Put on the fireplace thing on Netflix, sit down and be like, and put them on the spot. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? How do you think Where do you see are? us in 10 years? <laughs> what is your five-year extended plan for our relationship? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you got to set the mood. You got to set the mood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then just see what they say. It's always fun. Yeah. That, no, that so conversation right, always leads somewhere good. It does. You're so right. And it's also the most, like, even if you disagree, like I can remember several times where Caleb and I have sat down and talked about like where we see ourselves in next year or wherever, like whatever mm-hmm. time amount. But sometimes we've said things that like we don't agree with. And even though mm-hmm. we don't agree, at least I know what he's thinking and I understand where he's coming from versus me having this thing in my mind that I know I want and not communicating that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Which leads perfectly into the second half of this question, which is how do you make a long distance or not long distance, a long-term relationship work and communication was literally my number one thing. Like, I feel like we've already talked about this so much, but like, it's just, they can't read your mind. No one can read your mind. I think open communication and like having everything out like on the table is key to making things work for sure. Like, yeah, it's like our biggest downfall as humans, literally, yeah. like relationships at work with your family. Like it doesn't matter the context right now. Yes. We're talking about your significant other, but at any point in your life, if you think back to like things that went awry or like relationships that fell off, you know, you don't talk to your parents enough. Like it all stems from shitty communication. It really does. And I, I cannot agree with you more. Like the way that you communicate with your partner 100% will define your relationship. Like it does not matter if you were made for each other, the stars are aligned. It's perfect. If you can't communicate well, it's not going to work. Like Mm -hmm. you have to be able to be honest and open and be comfortable with being wrong and be comfortable with changing your mind and all those things to be successful. Yeah. In any sense, like I totally agree with you. It's, it's such an issue. I think. It is. It's a huge issue. And like, I feel like I've worked on it a lot because I was kind of, I used to be that person, like they should be able to read my mind, you know, (laughs) like just no, like they shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, it's a really hard thing to come out of though, because we, like you say that and people think of like rom-coms where you've heard that before, or you're like, no, sometimes they should be able to read my mind. The answer is no, they shouldn't. Never. If you set a precedent with your words and they do not follow through, that is on them. 
that's not mind reading. That's a lack of them understanding your communication or just falling short. But for someone to know what you want without ever verbalizing that in any way is literally ridiculous. We're not wizards. No one's a sorcerer. (laughs) Maybe your partner is. I don't know. But damn, it's just wild. Yeah, that's if crazy. you are in a relationship with Harry Potter, this does not apply to you. But this doesn't it. apply. Like, congratulations. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, let us <laughs> can call and DM us on Instagram. Tell us how it's going. Like, we want to know. Um, yeah. The other one I also had, which I'm kind of recently learning more so with like taking care of a dog, but I feel like supporting each other, like supporting each other always, and things kind of aren't always 50-50. Like I don't know. I'm always kind of like, okay, if I cook, Joe's going to wash the dishes. But like if he's working late or something, like things aren't always 50-50 and just accept it and like obviously communicate about it and like communicate with your partner on like when you need, I don't know, their support more in certain times. I think that's a huge one to like think about because you don't want to like start I don't know, resenting them or like having these feelings towards them that you're like putting in so much effort and they're not, I think it's just all about literally the first point communication. Um, and just knowing when they need more support and when you need more support, it's just like, it's a partnership really. Like, I don't know. A hundred percent. No, I agree completely. I think there have been times in our relationship, I'm sure with you and Joe too, where like, I'm struggling more than he was whether it's work, whether it's other things going on in your life, it doesn't matter. You can tell, like you can pick up on those hints and you're totally right. There are times when you need to pick up the slack because your partner needs it. And there are times when they need to pick up the slack because you need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree completely. It's like, you want it to be 50, 50. And I would say usually for us, it's pretty 50, 50 on like what we contribute to our home, not just in terms financially, but like time spent chores, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there are times when like if you're on a call at work, you're super stressed, you're not sleeping, there are things mm-hmm. going on and with your family life, they need to pick it up and vice yeah. versa. No, exactly. Yeah. Not saying it's like that all the time. Like you guys, you should definitely be taking care of the household like 50-50. But yeah, literally what you just said. Like there's definitely times in life when one of us is more stressed or like going through something. So it's just, it's just about communicating really. Um, and then my last one that I wanted to hit on too was, and this is really what got us through long distance is just to make sure that you're like on the same page, because I feel like that is what doesn't like, I feel like that is what hinders people from being able to really commit to long distance or like, I don't know. It's like not knowing where you're at or where you stand. Like, making sure you're both committed. Like if you're doing like a long distance relationship or something, making sure you're both on the same page, you both want this because if one person is kind of like, ah, like I'm kind of excited to see like what I can, like, I don't know if I can find someone in college or something. Like if you're kind of like that and still in the relationship, it's just not going to work. So I think being on the same page about everything. And that's also just like getting a dog, being on the same page about that. So you can share the responsibilities and like, I don't know. It applies to so many things, but I feel like starting that precedent out in the beginning when we like started dating and then did long distance through college was like what helped us stay together through college, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm particularly triggered because there's a person in my life, I'm not going to name who, obviously, um, 
who was recently like broken up with after a while of dating this person and it was just like a shitty situation it was clear that they probably had known they didn't want to be with them for a little bit of time Mm -hmm. and I would just say like anyone who's listening if you are wavering about whether you want to be with someone don't be with them yeah like don't waste your time and don't waste their time it's so shitty it's just like the worst thing you can do and people always tell you like don't waste your own time. You know, it's, it's mean for you and it's, it's not good for them either. And that is really the truth. Like if you are unsure about your relationship and not like, I don't know where we're going to be in five years, but I don't know if I love this person. I don't know if I want to move in with this person. I don't know if I like this person. (laughs) Yeah. If, if you are that unsure and that like undecided about what you're doing do not continue to waste their time and drag them through this it will only follow you and like bite mm-hmm. you in the ass later in life and it yeah, just gets harder and like it messier gets so hard yeah yeah i i love that being on the same page super important how often do you feel like you and joe kind of have those conversations um, well, I feel like this year a lot, right? <laughs> because of so many changes. <laughs> I feel like every so often, like uh, every few months, maybe just like, and it doesn't have to be a huge, long conversation. This just kind of ties back into like talking about your future and stuff. I would say like having those kind of conversations, um, and just kind of aligning on what you, your personal goals are and like aligning on like what you, cause the thing is shit changes like my mm-hmm. personal goals. And I'm like using air quotes, I'm, they literally change so much. So I think having the conversation every few months is probably needed because things change and like kind of just to see where both of you are at and like your headspace. So yeah, I think it's healthy to have those conversations like as often as possible, to be honest. Yeah, I would say we do probably once a month or minimum once every two months. We like have a solid chat about this is where I'm at right now. This is something that's really stressing me out. This is where Mm -hmm. I see us in the next couple of months kind of a thing. Yeah. And like you said, sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not at all. Like sometimes it's just a check in with your partner about how they're doing. Yeah. That's more than like a five minute conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about the differences in married life versus being in a relationship or maybe married life versus like dating. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's totally, I mean, very, very different and also very not different. It's really, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. So I feel like one of the biggest changes so far is like, it feels like things are more tangible now or like closer because I would always think like, I'm saving money for what, like maybe a house in the future, but now like we're married. And that's like, I mean, I don't see that happening anytime soon, but it is like a step to take at some point when you want to have a family and like buying a house, you know, the things that happen after marriage, not necessarily saying that they have to happen or there's a timeline or anything, but like, it just feels like those are a little closer now. So that's kind of an interesting feeling. Cause I don't know. For me, those things always felt so far in the distance. Um, I'm definitely not ready to buy a house or have a child or start a family or anything, but it just feels a little more real right now. Um, so that's definitely a difference and finances have definitely changed. I feel like that's really the main thing. I, I, I would say like 
our relationship has not, I mean, we're just married now. And I don't know, like, I felt like we were married before because we've lived together for so long. And like, we're just, we spend so much time together. So I feel like our relationship overall hasn't changed, but like we have some joint finances together now. So that's, I feel like that's why the first point of like truly feeling like certain things are a little closer, like buying a house and stuff, because now we're like working towards goals together, which we were, but it's not like we are like had a joint account together or something. And like, we're working together now it's like now we can see the money like we can see the shit working together so it's much different um in that sense but to be honest like the only thing that's changed and is weird as fuck is for me to say husband like my husband that feels so weird I still like really I've said it a few times and I just like cringe at myself when I say it I'm like oh my god just weird but I mean, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. Let's, let's see in a year how things change because it's been like a month, like actually a month, like two days from now. But when this comes out, it'll be like over a month. But yeah, it's not, not too much. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious what you'll say in like a year from now. Yeah. I'll have to check too. in. I'm very curious. So Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that is a wrap on our relationship episode. Just a little relationship check-in before the end of the year, which is coming up very quickly, which is crazy. 